You ready? I'm ready. You sure? I'm ready. Alright, you ready? You ready? I'm ready. I'm not just ready. I'm ready. Ready. Alright, he's ready, Freddy. Hey guys, it is Last Perhican and... Lux, and welcome to the second episode of our podcast. This time around, we are talking about game pre-orders and whether they're really that ethical or not uh, for gamers. Um, so, Luxbu, when we were talking, I know you had some good points, so I'm going to actually UT this one off. Uh, what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, yeah, I guess starting from... When pre-order first came into existence, you know, back when we all loved going into GameStop and spending five bucks, asking our mom and pops for that $5 bill so we can throw down five bucks on uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day or, you know, James Bond or Final Fantasy VII, you know, I'm not really sure if there was anything really spectacular involved, but you sometimes got, you know, like a game informer, you know, some sort of magazine or yeah. some poster or anything, you know, something yeah. like that. I remember getting a poster. That was like the, the pre-order enticement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was even true up to Diablo 3. Yeah. I was super pumped about posters. You you remember that when we, when we bought Diablo 3 and I was... No, you bought it. <laughs> I, just, I just watched. I was so drunk and oh my you god. You almost knocked the display over for Diablo. And he gave me one of the displays. <laughs> you probably broke it. <laughs> like, you can just have it, man. Uh, you don't need this anymore. Yeah, good times. Good yeah. times. And yeah. then, you know, that, those were the those were the cool days and you know it's, it was you, literally five bucks was almost nothing you got something kind of neat out of it it was you know a whole part of the whole promotion of the game uh and then you know as we got moved into the digital age well things got a little hairy a little sticky and some triple a developers some just game developers in general and publishing companies kind of still continue to take advantage of the whole pre-order system Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's kind of a, I think it's going to continue to be a hot topic. But I think it's a hot topic today as well, um, especially when you look at uh, games like Fallout 4 that had recently come out. You look at Call of Duty that recently came out. Uh, I think there's two tails of the coin if you just talk about those two games. But yeah. then you have kind of a medium in between everything else. So I that's agree. kind of that's kind of what we were what we were insinuating beforehand. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know that we, you and I, kind of look at pre-orders as like there's there's a good, bad, and the ugly side of it, and I think there's that is you know a story for many different facets of video games. Is you know there's the good sides of it, the bad sides, and then just like the truly ugly sides, the sides that's like I can't believe that we let ourselves do this. And you know, right now, in the, at least in the last few years, I know there's been a, a really huge you know counterculture push with gamers saying don't pre-order games you know don't do it don't buy into it it's it only hurts us as gamers it, it only helps the corporation it does not help us out at all and Fuck the man, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> i think like to to a certain extent i think that's correct you know i i think you can agree that when it when it comes to like the triple a publishers the triple titles i i think there's a certain amount of truth with that but you know also there's um, I think it, it can also help out with the smaller guys. I think there's, it can help them build up hype for the game. And I think that, um, you know, there's that it can, there's still good to be used for it if used correctly. 
Yeah, I mean, you can't look at some, just some, and when I say some, I mean, like, just literally, like, a small piece of the pie, like, the drop in the bucket. You can't really, like, put blame on everybody just because that one drop in the bucket sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there are always going to be bad people. There's going to be almost unethical and immoral practices out there, but just because somebody is doing that doesn't mean that it should be applied to everybody else. And, you know, I think, um, you know, to what you were mentioning about the good, the bad, and the ugly, where people are just really don't want and really want to push away from the pre-orders, I think the what people don't really realize is the benefit of when you pre-order a game is if you pre-order it for a game that you really, really like for a developer you really, really like, uh, that only means good for them, and they can use that money to... Um, Either a continue to promote the game so they can make it even more successful. They can use that money to, uh, you know, not release it. I mean, sometimes you hear about games that push things back. Mm-hmm. You know, think about like, I, I, wasn't it Grand Theft Auto Five got pushed back a few times? I don't know if that was due to pre-orders though. It, well, yeah, exactly. It, it couldn't. It, it may have not been, but if a, a company, you know, needs to make ends meet, they need to make a profit. And if they're making profits off a game that's, you know, doing really well in the pre-order process, they can use that money and they can kind of hold back a little bit because they don't need to make a whole lot of money, and they can make that game even better and make it better for all those gamers. I, so there's one one upside to that. You're also supporting, you know, developers that are creating games. Like I, the ones that I agree. And, I mean, I think there's, you know, with... Great power comes great responsibility, and I think pre-orders definitely falls into a category like that. Um, you know, on Kotaku the other day, I was reading an article where, like a, uh, I'd say a smaller-ish uh, developing company um, was creating this game called Uppers, and it was like just like a, a beat 'em up um, Japanese style uh, PS Vita game, and they opened it up for pre-orders and a few pre-orders trickled in and then I guess after like a couple weeks they actually closed the pre-orders and then pushed back their release date from like April 2016 to uh, TBD because they didn't get enough pre-orders and that's where I I I read that article and I was I was kind of pissed off you know I I think that you know, that's, that's, that's using pre-orders the wrong way. You know, this shouldn't be uh, a supplement in cash. This should be something that, you know, you expect, you expect hype, you expect demand from your game. And so you're just trying to help out your customers. Maybe, as you said, like, if you're trying to use some of that extra income for, like, promotional, that's fine. But if we're talking about, like, oh, we need to use whatever pre-order money we're getting to help supplement the development of the game to make sure we hit it, get it to release. That's where I kind of draw a line. And, you know, that's where I say that that's why pre-orders have been misused and abused in the last, I don't know, five, five years or so. I mean, that's just a really bad business model. I mean, if you're almost applying for credit from gamers, (laughs) I mean, if if that's the case, you know, you're, you don't really even have a finished product, but you're like, "Hey guys, we kind of, you know, we're working on it. You know, go make a GoFundMe or or go uh, go to Steam, apply for a green light or, mm-hmm. or a visa or whatever, a green card, <laughs> whatever the fuck. <laughs> <you're doing. laughs> go do that. 
<laughs> but don't don't base you know your uh, development on yeah. just how pre-orders do. I mean, that should really just supplement what you are doing and really kind of, in my opinion, a pre-order when you pre-order a game, it should say you know this many people have our backs because we are doing we are making a great game and they want a great game, so we're going to continue to make this game great. So. You know, we'll release it and we'll make it really great. We'll promote it, make it really great. Or conversely, we'll push it back a little bit further. We have enough money to, you know, pay everyone uh, that works for us and make this game just a little bit better. Add a couple of cool features or whatever, and because we have the time to do it now, because we got money. But uh, you know, it, 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 the margins in the industry nowadays has gotten extraordinarily tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure AAA companies are like I, I can't wait. I hope they go bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, looking at you, EA. Stuff, <laughs> fuck both of you. But uh, once that happens, I mean, it'll be great. But I mean, you know, you can't you can't really look at like that that one article and you know and say that's that's what they that's that's all it's there for. That's all it that's all it fucking is. Right. I mean, it's right. it's just really 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 bad business, and those guys should be ashamed of themselves. I think. Yeah, I mean, and I'm. I won't let this one thing. I this is just one of the many things that characterize right, yeah, I, that I, how where how bad pre-orders have come. You know, this is just probably like the worst example. You know, where where somebody just can't go on without their without the pre-order cash. So, because obviously, I mean, to make it TBD like to be determined. Like, come on, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, you're at that point. It's you're you're just leading on your customers. You know, it, it, like it, that's just to me is bullshit because it was like it was only supposed to be a couple months away and then they just then you throw it into oblivion by saying tbd i mean come on um so you know but while that may be at the worst obviously there are definitely other examples much more wider examples that you and i both know of with with triple a companies really just trying to use pre-orders as just a uh, as a like a dick measuring tool is to say like hey with all the sales we had this is all also how many pre-orders we had because we just had all these customers blindly throwing you know 60 plus dollars at a game that they haven't even touched yet you know they don't even know what it could be about we could just literally have a game with fart sounds in it for 10 minutes and then it crashes and they still paid 60 bucks for it like that's how loyal our followers are and so <laughs> that was a really crazy tangent right there. I, I had a really crazy thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but that's like, that's what they're trying to do about it. Like, they're trying to say, like, look at all the money we're making from pre-orders when that's not, I don't think that's what pre-orders should have ever been. Pre-orders should, like we talked about, should have just been for, a way for you to save a copy for yourself. You know, a way to, for you to be like, all right, I don't have to stand in line at midnight and wait till GameStop opens to grab my copy in a mad dash, you know. Skip it, class like the rest of the fools. Come on, kids. What yeah, you, you know, like that. that's what pre-orders should have been about, but I don't think that's how it is anymore, at least for the big guys. Yeah, I mean, they really are uh, definitely taking advantage of the system. I mean, it, it's it pre-orders should be about, you know, knowing that you have a support and a fan base, and it's just a way for... Uh, you know, to be aware that that many people want to play your game so badly, it's almost, it, it, I mean, it's a, f- a really good measuring tool for people making the games and mm-hmm. analyzing how good it actually is and how well they've done it marketing it. 
But, you know, at the end of the day, well, actually, it's really cool, too, that they used to reward you, the people that wanted to pre-order the game. And even even uh, even if somebody didn't want to wait and buy it that first day, I mean, the incentive was really like, oh, I can just put five bucks down and, and get a cool hat or put a poster up in my room that's going to, like, get pissed on by my cat. <laughs> But who cares? I'm getting something. I'm getting something out. It's an investment here, and nowadays it's it's almost a, like a, a risky cost for an, for a gamer. You know, I can put sixty bucks down on the new Call of Duty, pre-order that shit, and then uh, about about a week later, I can just hear about how oh hey, we know you all love playing multiplayer, so we actually I know thanks for paying for sixty bucks for the game, but you could have spent twenty bucks and got you know just the multiplayer and the zombie mode, the cool cream of the crop. Yeah. You know they. At that point, it's like they just—they just—they want you to pay full price, but they also want you to keep playing the game. Yeah, you know, it's—it's—it's—it's kind of like a sham wow moment. But <laughs> again, uh, you know, just because Call of Duty did that, and all of you sheeple out there still playing Call of Duty—that's your own damn problem, not mine, because I don't play that game anymore. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's the flip side. You know, earlier when I mentioned Fallout Four. As, as much as I am abrasive to paying money for a game that I can't play yet or paying, literally throwing my money at something that I can't play right now, uh, that being like the Fallout 4 uh, season pass, like that's, that's something that I spent my time on considering am I going to actually do that? I mean, and what gamer, game companies are really good at is just making you be really uh, impulsive about things. Yeah. But if you're smarter about it, it's not a bad thing at all. You just need to do your own research, figure out whether or not it's going to be a good game, look at some trailers, look at some footage, do your own thing about the company. Otherwise, you're there. You you could potentially be wasting all of your money. Yeah. I mean, I think, and we can just cover this at another podcast about season passes. But you know, going back to like the good and the ugly. I mean. You know, I think Fallout 4 so far has done a pretty good job about handling, you know, the pre-order and then also handling, like, season passes. You know, they when they announced that there was going to be new DLC coming out for the Fallout 4 game, that you know, they were very clear in saying, at, at the beginning of March, we're going to hike up the season pass from, what was it, like $30 to $50. So, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Here's your surefire bet that that the season pass is going to be used. You better buy it now and save yourself some money. Right. So and if EA did that, they would have hiked it up to fifty bucks right the same day Fallout Four came out. Yeah, and and that was the real tragedy with EA when you look at Star Wars Battlefront. I mean, you know, Star Wars Battlefront originally came out as an open beta on Origin, and they said, hey, if you as long as you download the game, you can play it and you can have a ball with it. You can only play two maps, but that's just the beta. You know, you kind of see what you get. And that was fine. That was cool. So, you know, a bunch of people played the beta. A bunch of people played, you know, um, AT-AT attack and defend whatever it was called, the battle mode. And it was a fun time. Um, but, you know, if you – but after a day, they said, hey, your, your free trial to the beta access just ended. So if you want to keep playing till the game actually gets released – well, then you have to pre-order the game, you get an extra map in the beta, and then when the game actually comes out, you can immediately play the rest of it. And a lot of people bought into that. A lot of people were like, hell yeah, you know, I want to keep playing this. This is a, this is fun enough until the actual games come out, and then I can pl- keep playing more. 
And then the game got released like two weeks later, and the game sucked. For 60 bucks, the game was not worth it. You know, the game, that was a 20 or $30 effort, not a $60 effort. But then what did, what did EA do? They say, hey, you know what? Well, maybe there isn't a whole lot of content now, but if you buy the season pass, then you can get more content after that. And that was another $30. So the 60 on top of the 30, you're, you're paying $90 for a game that like really only entertains you for, I would say like would have only entertained me for like a day or two tops. And that, that ain't worth it. Didn't you play the game? Didn't you buy it? I did not buy it. I did uh, not. I, I was. I just when I saw you playing it a couple of times. I, I played the beta. Um, oh. but oh. then, like, as I said, thank God Fallout 4 came out like the yeah. week of or the week after. Cause otherwise I would have definitely made a unwise financial gaming decision. And I've made plenty of those. I'm just glad that that one was not one of them. Yeah, that definitely could happen. I, I kind of knew it was going to be like a, a hot, 15 minute, you know, 50, or actually 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. I don't, I haven't heard anything about that game. I remember when it came out, people played the beta, like it was on the, even the subreddit gaming community for, for a couple of weeks, and then just poof. Yeah. Metal, I think Metal Gear Solid came out, and just no, no, no. or something. No, some call. other, some other big games came out. Obviously, yeah. Fallout 4 too, but right. some other, like, awesome, like, gifts you can make mm-hmm. whatever they do yeah and then it's just i don't i don't even know who plays that anymore the the last thing i saw of battlefield or yeah star wars battlefield was on the pc master race subreddit and um wasn't it the mod thing it was no it was talking about how badly it's been going over on the pc version like the i don't know the actual number but like on the Xbox and PS4, it was like, you know, there's still 20,000 players, active players at the time that the person took the screenshot. On the PC version, I think there was like 2,000, you know, like 10% of what, of what was going on in the consoles. So obviously that, that just really murdered that, like the, the lack of content really just murdered that game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, oh, God, I hate. Fucking hate EA. <laughs> like it, it just upsets me so much because I I remember just playing the shit out of that Star Wars Battlefront, and when Star Wars Battlefront Two came out, I was oh, like, hell gosh. yeah! Like those two were really great, and those were like really great memories in my childhood. And EA Sports, of course, being EA, fucking managed to ruin that. I, I didn't even touch the game though, so I guess it's still preserved. But knowing that it was recreated, I mean, it's like EA actually. It's like Conker's Bad Friday being remade for the Xbox. Just going, man. I mean, yeah. I let's let's save our hatred and our ammunition for for EA and all the other AAA devs for another another podcast. I mean, I I agree. There's there's plenty of hate that can go around, but you know, the, and they're not even the worst. Or like they're that is a, a shitty example about the pre-orders. But then like another one of a really shitty pre-ordered example was with um. You know, uh, the, the Total War, uh, publishing company, the developers, when they came out with, uh, Shogun Total War 2, they, they were so specific about their pre-orders that depending on whether you pre-ordered it on Steam or if you pre-ordered it at GameStop, you got different pre-order benefits. And those benefits had real in-game effects on how you interacted and played the campaign. You know, whether you got an exclusive faction, 
was through one route. I think that was if you pre-ordered it through Steam. And then if you pre-ordered it through GameStop, you got like 4,000 extra gold um, when you That's started. Like two entirely different things right there. Yeah, two entirely different things. And then like... Gold, like you just spend that. But a whole other race, like that's something to learn, baby. Yeah, and then the the extra clan eventually just came out on Steam and you just had to pay ec- money for it. It was never just like... Uh, oh, you pay 4,000 gold for it? No, you had to you had to pay like five bucks to unlock the faction. I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, you know, and and they've only gotten worse with that kind of stuff. But you know, we can talk about microtransactions once again. Another podcast. We have plenty of things that we can bitch about. But I want to make sure transactions. I'm totally writing that down. <laughs> that that in and of itself, I just go ham bony on. I'm coming for you, Blizzard. <laughs> um, you know, there's but. Fucking twenty bucks for a whole goddamn wing of Hearthstone. Oh know. gosh! All right. So yeah, I mean, the the pre order thing has like just really gone out of control for me, and I I don't really see it getting that much better. You know, I don't see. I, I think it's gotten a little better, uh, <sighs> at least from a couple of years ago. Uh, I mean, and not not only is you know we can sit here and we can also like just say you know fucking Battlefront. <sighs> Was a was a dud. Call of Duty, you know, marketing was just terrible on that, and you know, a bunch of lies. But you know, there are games that hype themselves up. They're everything they're meant to be, and then just when it comes out, um, it's there's an issue going on. Something happens, and you can't play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read something about Street Fighter Five mm-hmm. had a really really bad launch, and I know a lot of people. A lot of people are excited for that game. Um, outside of Mortal Kombat, I don't really play those kind of games, but I know that that really impacted the what people thought of um, was it Capcom that makes the game, right? right. Uh, and you know, a lot of people were excited to play that game and they were ready to play, and then you know, the launch kind of fucked up everyone's perception. Mm-hmm. You know, that's literally just a byproduct of just something kind of messing up. It's not really anyone's fault. It's not like they, you know, anything was uh, planned to happen. It's not like you know, it's it's just a little hiccup in the process. So, you know, when something like that happens, you can't just go, "Oh my god, I spent sixty bucks and now here I am here." Like I pre-ordered the game. Like just wait a couple of more weeks. You you spent it. You probably spent money on the game months and months, maybe years ago. You can wait a few more weeks for everything to kind of smooth over and, and get itself ready. I know I was kind of upset about GTA Five Online. I pre-ordered that game. It was one of the few games I did pre-order, and they had a lot of online issues at the time when it first came out. But, you know, it got its shit together, and it was totally fun. So, I mean, I, I think there are things that... What I'm trying to say is there's the bad, you know, what we've talked about. There's the good, and then there's just kind of the hiccups. And I think it's really up to you to just really determine what's bad, what's good, and just what's, nah, I will get over it, we'll get past it. You know, and everything is kind of a unique situation. You shouldn't really pool everything together and just be like, you know, all these guys fuck. They're all dicks. They're all money-hungry. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, gamers that are, are close to our age now kind of have a good lay of the land as to, like, you know, who are those, you know, those quote-unquote evil corporations, those those money-grubbing corporations that are out to just to take every dime we have and just leave us high and dry if possible, but... We should do a podcast in front of EA headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, for no particular reason. I, I'm sure that would go over splendidly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... 
so I, I think there there are a lot of us that like understand how the game is played, but there are also a lot of us who aren't. You know, there's there's a lot of people who just you know look at look at those games, look at those big name uh, publishers and those big names that there are recognizable, and they just they fall into the trap of the pre-orders, and it's like, well, you know, it, they're just they're one of the many casualties of of the machine that is now the pre-order business, and it's it's sad to see. Um, you know, I do really hope that the, like the, the no pre-order movement keeps going on because I, you know, I, as more avenues grow for, for those smaller developers with green light and what, like steam green light and other things like that, I, I don't, I see a lesser need for pre-orders. I mean, you know, we're also in the day, the digital age now where having a hard copy of a CD, for computer especially but even just for xbox or ps almost isn't even really that relevant anymore i mean i by the i haven't bought i haven't bought an xbox since xbox 360 and that was you know i think the when i bought that that was almost eight years ago but by the time i was done playing it you know you could buy and download games online you know that was a thing so you know what what what's the purpose of of saving that copy for yourself at the at the GameStop when you can just get things online, you know? Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing that I've always wondered, too. Like, when I hear things, like, I don't even, I'm not even sure I pre-ordered Fallout 4. Um, I did. I, I, I'll admit I, that. Why did you, pre- why did you pre-order it? I, I pre-ordered it just because of the benefit that, the there. this is the only benefit that it has for it online anymore, is that, they will let you download it to your computer and it will unlock itself at midnight of the release. See, I mean that's that's cool too. I mean, I know like when I got when I when GTA 5 came out, uh when I when I got Oblivion when that came out, I, I know that was one of the few games that I got mm-hmm. uh, that came out. Uh same with Halo 2. I think Halo 3 as well. You know, when that game is first released, whether you're doing solo whether you're doing like campaign or you're playing multiplayer, like there, you know, you just kind of have that feeling that there is a huge amount of people out in the world that are playing the same game you are right now, and everyone out there has been waiting for it. I know, yeah. I, I kind of wish I had that feeling actually when I was playing Fallout 4 because I've waited so long for that <laughs> game to come out. But you know, just sitting there and just thinking to yourself, man, I am not alone playing this game right now. There's there's just that connection you got with people. I agree. You know, I can see that. And and that's the cool benefit of it. Um, but you know, at the same time it's kinda like there's really no there's really no reason for me to do it. I mean unless unless you're giving me a lot of cool things, a lot of cool features that aren't gonna be available to other people. Well I, I it doesn't even need to be like uh like a whole new map or, you know, whatever the case may be, like or a new dungeon. Just give me something cool and cosmetic and maybe i would consider but you know, going back to the digital age, like there's no, you, it's almost impossible to put down a a tenth of what the game actually costs. That being five bucks, because you have to almost pay full price of the game. Yeah, you have to pay for it outright. I mean, and it's like I would only do it if like maybe I'm strapped on money and I, at this particular week I have money to throw. But I'm also not broke. But I'm just saying, like, you know, at that point it's almost like I, I've got some extra money to throw at it. Maybe when it comes out, I don't know where I'll be financially, so I'll, I'll put sixty bucks down now. Yeah. But uh, aside from that, I don't really see the whole benefit in pre-ordering right now. Mm-hmm. 
So, this is going to where I stand. I get that. I mean, I, every, everyone could make a case as to why they wanted to. I mean, right, they, there's... there's they they'll, they'll always give us reasons. If there's one thing you got to give those big those big publishers out there is that they are damn good at giving us reasons to keep doing it. You know whether it's whether it's giving us cool new neat cosmetic skins or a cosmetic car or the, uh, a character like whatever it is, they are really good at giving you a reason to do it, and they will keep finding ways. I mean even even if people stop pre-ordering games tomorrow they will keep coming up with ways to do it because they're a business and they have to and that if and now that that's a metric of their success they're going to keep finding ways to do it and you know from a a business person's perspective you got to respect the the game like that but um you know it, it it still just sucks because no matter what we do we're still kind of ultimately powerless with it the floodgates already opened in my eyes and the only thing there's we can do is too many stupid people out there. I mean, yeah, you know, there's and there is there are, there are too many just as you said sheeple, and so we can we can do our best to kind of stem the tide and you know say hey we're not gonna like you know the mainstream and the hardcore gamers aren't gonna aren't gonna stand up for this bullshit anymore. Like we're not gonna be about this. You know, if you want to grab the newbies, by all means, grab the newbies, but just know you lost our vote of confidence. Yeah, I agreed. And I mean, you know, if you, if you go quickly going back to Call of Duty, I mean, if you look at Call of Duty's like one through four, like those games rated M for mature, they were kind of geared towards, you know, mature players. Um, and then if you play like Xbox Live or PlayStation Network, and you play those games online nowadays, you just encounter a shit ton of kids. Mm-hmm. And that's because, going back to the sheeple thing I kept saying, you know, EA is going to literally rob kids because kids don't have money. So they go to their parents and say, I really want Call of Duty, Ma. Yeah. And, you know, what's Ma going to do? Give the kid money to buy the game. And, you know, literally the, those kind of people are wanting the kids to pre-order the game and get their money. There, I mean, there might be some people that actually really, really enjoy shitting on those kids and, you know, power to them. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, I just, I, I almost want to say boycott them. Yeah. Not, boycott the pre-orders on the, on the AAA titles. They don't need the money. Yes. So, incomplete games. I get that. You're, you're right. You're right. And okay, I, I know what our next podcast. Is yeah, I was about to say we need to we need to wrap it up here and save all of our anger and frustration for the next podcast, which I don't even know where the objective will be. It'll probably just be on us angrily ranting about AAA developers, which isn't the worst podcast idea <laughs> I've ever heard. So we can definitely roll with that. But um, guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to us on our Numero Dos podcast. Um, this is Last Rohican, and hold on, wait—I've got a final sign-off message. Okay, all right. By all if means. you liked, if you liked what we were talking about, if you have your own opinion that maybe we missed or you want to provide it, mm. feel free. We'll we'll address it. We'll read it. Uh, uh, I'm not really sure how yet. I'm still learning that process, but we'll do it. And uh, you know, yeah, we're doing the podcast, but kind of want to hear everyone else's thoughts but yeah. otherwise i'm lux boo and this is last rohican happy gaming gamers real quick one last thing uh i hate to uh, cut uh, hate to cut you off at the sign off 
But if you if you do have a comment, either say something on the SoundCloud or say something on our YouTube channel for the video. Tweet at us. Fuck it. Tweet at us. There 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 are many different avenues to let us know what your thoughts are. Um. So sorry. Totally, totally just ruined our sign off. But I think this is what we're gonna call it. See you later, guys. Happy gaming.